This episode contains adult language, mature situations, cultural misunderstandings, gangsta Yakuza members, an insane anime series full of nonsense, a humongous assassin with a secret problem, vulgar images, and random craziness. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Felipe Smith, creator of People Chew, and you're listening to Spyrokin Manga Review. Episode 399, People Chew. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? And holy shit, I have been waiting to use that bumper since 2012 and manga next. Wow, it's been a while for this to come up on the wheel of manga, but it's been a time. Hope you guys are doing well during this time. It's a very exciting week. A lot of crazy stuff's happening. A lot of happiness will be happening this week. But I am digressing. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I am Zan, your wonderful host, as I said. And this is the Spire and Manga Review, some podcasts and vanguard reviews about connecting enhancing narratives. What does that mean? Well, every episode I speak about one or two geeky topics. And since this is manga, obviously I'm talking about manga. I tell you the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, the production quality, the characters, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-host say, but I try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you find us one way or the other. Remember to like and subscribe us if you find it at these locations. And if you want to join in the conversation, you can join our Discord at tinyurl.com forward slash S-P-I-R-A-D-I-S-C-O-R-D. That's Spira Discord. So... Let's actually get to it, Chai, because we're at episode 399. We're almost at 400, and I think that we're going to be finishing the year with 400. That's crazy. 400 since we started this podcast all the way back in 2008, and we are still going strong. I think I'm going to make it to 500 by end of next year. That's what I'm hoping, but we're going to wait and see. So, let's actually get to it, Chai, with the manga news. And today, we have one, two, three, four news items. That's it. Nothing crazy. The first one is kind of simple. It's according to the 200, uh, sorry, 2739th issue of Nihong Bugensha's Manga Goroku magazine, Paru Itagaki is launching a new manga miniseries titled Bota Bota in the magazine's next issue. So that's going to be the 2740th issue. Now, this first chapter will be 34 pages long and is going to have a color opening page. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Paro Itagaki, he is the mangaka that created that wonderful series known as Beastars. So, this should be intriguing and great. Now, let's get to one of the big what-the-fuck newses. The first one is that Dallas-based localization company Local Manga announced that it is no longer able to release a localized version of Riri's Prince Noir manga due to, quote-unquote, legal barriers beyond their control. Now, according to their representative, Christopher Hepburn, he cited that the uh, company is not able to justify localizing the manga, citing U.S. federal obscenity law uh, S1466A. Now, mangaka Riryu also commented on the release's cancellation, saying that U.S. law judges not only do not like physical shota, but mental Shota as well, because, let's be honest, the series was rumored to be about Shotokan, so, yeah, I can get that. Um, if you 
Not familiar with the term Shotokan? That's otaku slang for underage males. So, yeah. Let's just say having underage males in a manga, not cool thing. So, we are fine with this. So, the next big what-the-fuck news is about that infamous horrible mangaka writer, Tetsuya Matsuki, the creator of Act Age and the asshole who caused it to be canceled. And officially, the Tokyo District Court handed a guilty verdict and sentenced uh, him the, on the charge of committing a coerced indecent act on a female middle school student. Now, Matsuki has been sentenced to one year and six months in prison, but the sentence is suspended for three years. And if Matsuki remains in good behavior for three years, he will not serve time in prison. So, on the one hand, he's guilty. Hooray! On the other hand, he might get it commuted. Kind of bullshit. Now, for those of you who don't remember this whole situation, Matsuki was indicted for the second of two course indecent acts that he allegedly committed on June 18th. And... What happened was that he admitted to the charges in November, and they wanted an 18-month prison sentence without suspension, while defense had sought a suspended sentence, arguing that the defendant had received punishment in society, such as the cancellation of his manga series. Which, I don't know how I feel about that. It's kind of weird. It's a little, like, so yeah, he lost his job, but he's still technically a menace to society, so he should be in prison for a little bit. But, um, I don't know. He's never going to work again, so what is your take on this? This isn't the random question of the day, but what do you feel about the situation? You think they should have thrown the book at him? You think it's okay he got off with a slap on the wrist? Let me know. I personally think that he should go to prison for what he did. But anyway, we're here to talk about manga. So let's get to the last bit of news. And that is something kind of fun. For those of you who are fans of the quintessential quintuplets, on February 3rd, Negi Haruba, the mangaka of quintessential quintuplets, will launch a new manga in Kodansha's weekly shonen magazine, and it's going to be titled Sentai Daisikaku, or Sentai Big Disqualification. There's one image that's been released so far, and it's a bunch of Sentai members in their typical costumes. What is it about? We don't know. But we're going to find out, and I'm a little excited about this. So, now that that's out of the way, I told you, manga news is going to be fast this week. Let's get to the reason why I do this podcast, and something I've been waiting for a while to talk about, and that is the manga review of the episode. So... If you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Felipe Smith, published by Kodansha, and released over here by Vertical Inc. It has three volumes, it's a seven series, and it will be classified as a kind of, you could say it's a life story, or you could say it's a, it's a coming-of-age story. It's kind of weird. But what I'm talking about is Pipochu! So, for those of you who've never heard of this series, let me break it down to you. This is the story of a guy who is obsessed with anime. He goes to Japan because he thinks that Japan's like anime, and he finds out that that is not the case at all. It's about miscommunications and not understanding what is going on. This is kind of the story of Felipe Smith when he went to Japan. Now, fun fact, Felipe Smith, born in Chicago went to Japan, became a mangaka, and because this was released in Japan, even though he's an American uh, author, he released it in Japan, it is a manga. Then afterwards, he came back to America, and he's now working for Marvel Comics for various things, including the third iteration of Ghost Rider. So he creates comics and manga. It's pretty cool. And this is almost, not an allegory, but it's a... 
examination of his feelings in the time. Now, to explain it, here is the premise. So we have Milton. He's a young guy who is the youngest of eight kids, and he his life sucks. He lives in Chicago, and he has to act ghetto and tough all the time. When he's at school, like when he gets up, he has a bunch of siblings who treat him like crap, and then when he goes to school, he has to dress ghetto. He's got to put the hat to the side, put a bandit on his cheek, and he's depressed about this. He doesn't like this. However, when school's done, he'll go to a secret place, which is essentially a gas station. Well, I guess he's just in the city, but it's a, a bathroom, and put on his own homemade cosplay of one of the greatest shows ever, and he starts working for free at a comic shop that's owned by a big, huge guy named Gil and his assistant, Jody, who kind of treats Milton like crap. And Milton is obsessed with this TV show called Peepochoo. Now, Peepochoo is an insane, bizarre anime that has no real language. They speak gibberish. And from what you can gather, the whole thing is that something bad happens. Peepochoo shows up. He does the dance of joy, and it fixes all the problems. And everyone is going crazy about this, and they love it. So... Milton is a devotee of this, and he thinks that all the people in Japan are like that. They love being happy. They read manga and anime all as well. And it's kind of cool because it pokes fun at the dichotomy of an anime fan versus a, uh, a comic fan. Like, you have, there's a scene in the first volume when the comic book fans are harassing the manga fans in the comic, and Jody breaks it down because he's just, he hates his job. He just does his stuff. He's a prick. He pretends he's all cool and all that, but he's just a virgin who works at a comic shop. But he tells him, he's like, you superhero nuts, you're just stupid. You guys like reading comics, magazines about men in skimpy outfits where you can see their ass and they have power fantasies. And you anime nerds, you're no better. You read about perverted things with tentacles and and weird craziness and gender bending. And so the two extremes is what Jody thinks it is. And he hates them all. It's a good example of what and they both say we're not the same thing we're not the same and he's like you guys are exactly the same no we're not and nowadays after so many years since this came out in 2009 to 2010 you see that it's changed that manga is now accepted here it's completely different it's no longer the us versus them if you're a comic fan you will probably like manga as well so kind of cool to see that exchange however back to the point so milton ends up uh, getting an opportunity to go to Japan with Jody and Gil, and he jumps up at it and because they think that he speaks Japanese. However, all he speaks is the Pibotu language, which is complete and utter BS. So he is there to translate, and he learns that Japan is not exactly what he thought it was. Now, Milton is not the only protagonist of the series. There's actually three. The second one is Reiko. Reiko is a model. And she thinks all men are trash. They look at her dirty, they, and she hates her fans, she hates her life, and she is a model at 16. She's tall, she's busty, and she thinks everyone is horrible, and they suck. Her only friend is this little geeky girl that she tolerates, named Miko. Like, Miko invites her over, and she's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll hang out. And when she shows up, Miko, like, sets things up, like she brings her tea and oolong, and uh, cookies, and it's like, like, oh my god, my friend's here. My friend is actually here. It's kind of endearing, but she treats her like something that is beneath her feet. And she also thinks that most guys are perverts. And when 
they end up interacting with Milton later on. She thinks that Milton is a pervert because he's from America. And all America's, Americans are perverts. And they have that yellow fever going on. And when she tries to kind of quote-unquote seduce Milton, Milton has no idea what's going on because he's a nerd and his brain is somewhere completely different, which confuses her greatly. So that's the second protagonist and her whole story about why she became so jaded in life and how she comes out of it. The third protagonist, though, is Morimoto-san, a.k.a. Rockstar, who loves Brick Life, a American ghetto gangster TV show that kind of is a parody of gangster life, and he's obsessed with this. Now, Morimoto is a Yakuza member who dresses like a thug, like a straight-up West Side thug. He wears chains. He wears uh, cowboy hats because he thinks all Americans are crazy like that. Everything Brickside is life. And all of his Yakuza brothers look at him like he's out of his fucking mind. His Anaki, who is a guy that brought him in there, regrets the fact that he even introduced this guy to the group because he's gone crazy. And this leads to him having to hire an assassin to kill Morimoto. And the assassin is, as you may may not have guessed, the owner of the comic shop, Gil, who is a complete psychopath, who finds people, kills them, and then does horrible things to their body. So you have these three individuals interacting with each other as they have misconceptions about what life is like on the other side of the Pacific and how their life changes by them meeting each other. There's a lot of other little things going on, like the fact that Jody is trying to get laid in Japan, but the fact is that Jody looks exactly like a crossdresser who's famous in Japan, known as Pretty Judy, and then people think that he's a gay person, so that's, there's that whole kerfuffle. There is Milton having a loss of faith in anime when he finds out that Peepochu was never popular in Japan, but it was broadcast in America as, this is the new thing, it's super popular in Japan, because execs are like, we have to promote this so we can make money. Well, that's not the case. And it's a, on the one hand, it's a very endearing and unique series that's very well done. The the overarching story is great about Milton realizing that you just have to be who you want to be. Don't try to be someone else. While uh, Reiko realizes that she doesn't need to, she should just be happy with her life as it is. Like, you know, remember why she does things she does. Don't. Let anyone else decide what you want to do. Do what you want to do. And with uh, Rockstar, well, Rockstar's ending is just brick life, brick side, be ghetto. It's a lot of the story is really well done, but a lot of it is very satire based. A lot of references to things like the fact that in Japan, the office lady phenomena, how all of them look prim and proper and nice. And then you think about America, like you go to get a, a burger at a burger joint the person behind the counter isn't going to be a supermodel but in japan generally people they look nicer their their uniforms are designed in a way to be flattering and fit while in america you're working at mcdonald's you don't give a shit what you look like you're wearing a t-shirt if you can so there's that comparison there's lots of little pokes and jabs at both sides and the art does get very surreal and crazy especially when they show Things with Pivochu, things like when Milton and Jody first encounter a Japanese toilet, it looks like a spaceship controller. And then, of course, everything going on with Gil is just... Let's just say Gil 
is trying to hide the fact that there's something with him by being super manly and macho when he wants something else in his life. So, yeah. It is a crazy, weird series filled with satire. And I've got to say, on the one hand, I find it fascinating and great. And on the other hand, a lot of it does not age well. A lot of it does not age well at all. A lot of the statements are now total cancel culture-y. There's a lot of offensive things, which weren't meant to be offensive back then, but they're offensive now. There's a lot of just nudity just for nudity's sake, and boobs for boobs' sake, and sex for sex' sake, and violence for violence' sake. One of the, like, when you see Gil killing a bunch of people at one point, what he does is horrific. It's gross and horrific and just overly violent. And for those of you who know me, I I have no problem with violence. I like things like Berserk, like Gantz, where people's heads are, are blown off. And But there is a point when you're like, this is just gratuitous. And that is the case. It gets gratuitous. However, while it is gratuitous, it adds to the charm that is this weird satire series. And it is raw and intentionally ugly art. But it's set up to fit with this culture clash world that's set in this. And I get it. For that reason, out of our rating system, I have to give Pipochu a borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky. It's inventive and different and weird. And it's only three volumes. Now, are you able to find it recently? Well, I don't even know if Vertical is still releasing this series. But if you can get a hold of it, it is a very different series. And the fact that it's created by a guy from Chicago who moved to Japan and made this, and he gets the in-jokes, it's kind of interesting for him translating American jokes into Japanese for them to translate back into English. So, yeah. And also, Felipe Smith, he is a great artist. i got to say, a lot of his art is well done. And you see stuff that he does later in life kind of represented here, so you gotta give it that. Now, if you've read People Chew and think I'm completely off the mark, email me, or tweet me at Spirekin. Let me know what you think. And, uh, well, that's really all I could say about People Chew. I think we're gonna put our finger there, thumbprint, we are set there. And now let's actually get to the, well, if you agree with me or disagree with me, like I said, email me. Join our Discord at tinyurl.com forward slash S-P-I-R-A-D-I-S-C-O-R-D. And uh, let's get to the manga releases for the week. And this is for the 22nd. And we have 23 titles that were released. And the titles that were released are Yokai Girls, Volume 12, the manga. To Love Rue, Darkness, Volume 18. The Saga of Tanya the Evil, Volume 8, the light novel. The Invincible Shovel, the light novel, Volume 3. Sword Art Online, Platinum Collector's Edition, Volume uh, Just Collector's Edition, the manga. Sweat and Soap, Volume 5, which we actually reviewed a couple of weeks ago. You have Suppose a Kid from the Last Dungeon, Boonies, Moved to a Starter Town, Volume 3, the manga. Saki the Succumbus, Hungers Tonight, Volume 4. My Status as an Assassin Obviously Exceeds the Heroes, Volume 3, the manga. My Monster Secret, Volume 22. I have no idea why that series is still going on. That series should have ended a while ago. Uh, Monster Masume, Volume 16. Megas of the Library, Volume 4. Kuma 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 Bear, The Light Novel, Volume 4. How to Train Your Devil, Volume 4. How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, Volume 10. 
How realistic Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom the Light Novel, Volume 9. That one I'm excited for because I'm currently at Volume 7 of that series, so i got to pick that up. High Score Girl, Volume 5. Gabriel Dropout, Volume 9. Didn't I Say to Make My Abilities Average in the Next Life, the Light Novel, Volume 11. Bloom into You, the Light Novel, regarding Saike Sayaka, Volume 3, the manga. BL Metamorphosis, Volume 3, Attack on Titan, Volume 32, and Accomplishments of the Duke's Daughter, Volume 7. Now, for me, personally, the ones I'm excited for are Didn't I Say Make My Abilities Average in the Next Life, How Real is Secure Rebuilt the Kingdom, Kuma 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 Bear the Light Novel, because I hate to say it, I know I gave it a harsh rating for the manga, but after watching the anime series and going back on the manga, I really am intrigued by this series. Also, the fact that I didn't realize it was a Yuri series or a Shoujo Ai series, that kind of makes it a little more interesting. Uh, Magus of the Library. Uh, Monsume, kind of interested in. It's, uh, you know, I want to see what happens. If, anyway. Uh, Suppose a kid from last Dungeon Boonies moved to Starter Town. That's still a great series. Uh, Sweet and Soap. I want to see how this series ends. And The Immortal Shovel. That's what I'm interested in. What about you guys? Let me know what you're interested in and what you think should never be shown. So, anyway, guys, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast for so long. I mean, next episode is going to be 400, and I couldn't have done it without you. I appreciate all you guys have done. I hope that you guys have a great holiday. I'll be back next week, don't worry. But I want you guys to have a safe, happy, and wonderful holiday. And... Now that that's all, let's get to the part that you have all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. Except no substitutes. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the ten slots. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin this actual Wheel of manga and whatever number it lands on whatever manga is on that spot is the manga I review in the next episode of the spiker manga review and if you go to our discord you can actually vote or dominate or recommend manga for me to put on the wheel of manga and we got some great ones on here uh we have i want to eat your pancreas we have wounded man we have gigant i am standing on one million lives get a robo evolution so let's see what we're going to review and actually you know what because this is episode 400 I think that I'm going to fix this list a little bit. So I'm going to add two more onto this list just to be on the safe side and just take out two of them because it is episode 400 and that's monumentous. So let's see what we're going to review, shall we? That was a damn good spin. Number two. Oh, so in the next episode, I'm reviewing a manga that a lot of people are enjoying because of the fact that it is being made into an anime right now. It is a manga about a guy who goes to an Izekai world and he ends up with the worst ability possible. He's a farmer. And then he gets to become a chef. Then he becomes a monster trainer. You guessed it. I am standing on one million lives. That's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. So be excited for that. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Keep reading manga. And happy holidays. Happy Festivus. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. And all the other things. And 